I would practice that pitch endlessly. I practice it on on planes at the hotel. I remember actually when when uh, when I was accepted and we had to prepare the video for Sastok. I was in Bratislava and I had to ask the hotel to give me uh, one of the suites to be able to record the the video because you know. And then with the with the phone and you know mm-hmm. my husband holding the phone and be practicing. I mean, it was very funny actually. Hi, and welcome to the SaaS Revolution Show, brought to you by SaaSdoc. I'm your host, Alex Huma, and on this week's podcast, I talk with Christina Villa, founder of Cludara, which was crowned the best SaaS startup of 2018 during SaaSdoc 18 in Dublin last year. Christina grew up in Spain and from a young age enjoyed the dinner conversations with her dad, in which he would speak about running his business. The aptitude for entrepreneurship only increased from there, and on June the 30th, 2018, Christina left the startup she'd been working for to start her own. The problem she had decided to solve was managing the abundance of SaaS products that companies were using. She had faced that very issue, we face it ourselves at SaaStock, and upon failing to find a solution to help her, she decided to build one. Christina raised a small angel round, employed the services of a dev agency, and applied for the SaaStock Best SaaS Startup of 2018 competition as her master plan for launch. What followed were a chain of smart decisions and hard work, which led to her ultimately winning the title. Listen on to hear how one single event determined their go-to-market strategy. One of the, the key things was as soon as I became aware of SaaS stock, obviously I applied, and, and I was lucky enough to be one of the uh, semi-finalists, and, and then the race began, because I said, I want to launch the MVP on stage at Sastock. So I sat down with the engineers and I told them, we have one month <laughs> to build this MVP. Can we do it? And we were working day and night to, to get it built, to raise awareness about Cladara at Sastock. How Christina managed to get the Cladara virtual debit MasterCard much faster. What I was very lucky on a way is that you know i found rails bank with whom i'm working uh which they are a banking as a service platform and through them i was able to access these financial services the last thing i wanted to do was reinventing the wheel so if i can just integrate with them and through some api calls i can then get all these uh all these services that's then amazing i can then focus my time on uh, really building the 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 core parts of pedara that made it uh, unique What's the most important feature of a best SaaS startup? The pitching was the, the key, basically, mm-hmm. of, of the winning. And, and I think the way I approached it was by really delivering the, a very clear message on what's the problem that I'm trying to solve. Mm-hmm. And I know that the guidelines that we were told on the pitching was to cover six or seven different topics. I have to say that I ignore them and I say no, because if I go through all of them, I will rush it through. In 2019, we'll be running our signature startup program at each of our events around the world. Zendesk is our global startup partner, helping us support the next generation of SaaS startups from Sao Paulo in April, Hong Kong in May, through to New York in June and Dublin in October, all the way to San Francisco, which is in September and Sydney in December. The opportunity to fast track your growth through workshops, networking and connection 
will be just a short flight away at most. If you're interested in participating, send an email to gabriel at sastock.com to learn more. Now on with the show. Welcome to the SaaS Revolution Show, uh, Christina Villa, uh, CEO of uh, Cladara. Welcome, Christina. Uh, hi, Alex. Thank you very much for having me here at your podcast. Yeah, no, no, it's great to, to have you on the show. We've been meaning to, to have you on the podcast, uh, um, you, you know, for, for a couple of months now, actually. It would have been nice to, to have done it just after SASDOC 18, uh, because uh, if the audience, uh, you, you know, are not aware um, Cladara won the uh, uh, the startup competition, uh, pitch competition, uh, and was named the best SaaS startup of 2018 uh, at SaaS Stock. So obviously, congratulations for that. Um, yeah, uh, to, before I guess we, we we go, well, we'll we'll duck into that a little bit sort of later, or dive into that a little bit later. Let tell the audience, you know, who who you are. You know, who is Christina Villa? Um, uh, first of all. Yes. Yeah, so so look, I grew up in in Spain. And my my dad there, he was uh, running a, a company. And when I was uh, very little, we used to have these discussions at the at the table. And he he, you know, this always resonated with me that the little things he was saying. And I remember that you know, just asking him, "Oh, dad, can I come to your office one day? Can you show me the production lines?" And and it's something that always fascinated me. And I think that is where the genesis of me wanting to one day start a company really, really started. And and then when I was twenty four, I you know, I really like um, throwing myself into challenges. So I kind of quit my job in Spain and flew to London and started an adventure. And and then here. Um, I joined a, a bank uh, in the city where I really learned how large uh, businesses uh, work. And, and there I was part of some projects where we were uh, deploying some technology. And, and then uh, I was part also of the team that was set to modernize the entire bank. And, and this is really where I learned a lot about the interaction between people, process and technology. And, and one of the, the key uh, findings there already for me very early on was that, uh, you know, people are really important in, 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 in anything, even if it's tech-related. And, and then having learned that, I, I thought that it was time to start my own business. And, and therefore, I left the bank. And as I was thinking about it, my, my husband that was working at the London fintech startup uh, here in London, um, uh, they were building a challenger bank for emerging markets. He asked me if I could help them with a two-week project in Cairo because they were, um, they were growing very fast and uh, they had to re-engineer their back and middle office uh, processes. And, and then basically the two weeks became two years because in the end they hired me as uh, the operations person for the company. And, and, and there finally I really had that experience in startups and I learned what it was to basically uh, grow a team in an unfamiliar country. Uh, I was living in a hotel for, you know, almost a year. Um, so I was working 24-7. So I really... So how hard it was to start the business, but I still, you know, wanted to really start the business. And, and, and then basically after that is when I started Spedara. 
So you've got a lot of great experience there for for you to take into this this startup, which you, you, you're now uh, the, the founder and, uh, and CEO of. And uh, uh, but why you, you know why did you start Clidara? Apart from obviously you, you know you wanted to, you had that entrepreneurial kind of yearning you know ever since you know uh, uh, because of uh, your, your dad sort of you know running uh, you know his business and as you said the genesis of coming from that. But you know what was the what was the idea like why Clid, why Clidara why you know why now. Yeah, so while I was running the operations at, uh, at this at Dupe, right, um, basically there we were using a lot of uh, SaaS products ourselves. And as responsible for operations that I had to optimize the processes, uh, if I don't know what we are using, it actually makes it very challenging, right? So, and, and because we had offices in, in Cairo, in London, we had a small office in the Netherlands, uh, this really created, uh, you know, it made it difficult. Uh, we had remote developers buying whatever they needed to do their job as well. And, and, you know, from time to time, the, you know, the finance person would come and ask me, Hey, Christina, what is this? Are we still using it? And I would just don't know sometimes. I say, I don't know what these things that you have in your, you know, in your entries are. And, and of course, I would have to go and, and dig and, and try to find it out. And, and then, obviously, I, I wanted to find a solution for the company. So how can we manage this better? How can we all know which different SaaS products are we using within the company? And... And then uh, asking some people around level 39, uh, I, you know, I couldn't really uh, fa- uh, hear any suitable solution. And pretty much uh, all of us, we were just keeping a, a manual uh, Google Sheets, but we would just type in, okay, this is what we're using. And, and then ask people to please update it if you, if you sign up for something new. Uh, but yeah, that's obviously far from optimal. optimal. And, and yeah, I just uh, had the thought that, you know, this has to exist. So I basically decided to leave Dupe and start Cledara. Very cool. Um, when did when did you start the uh, Cledara? Was it was it last year, twenty eighteen, or uh, uh, how long how long has it been operating? Yeah. So I so I left Dupe on the thirtieth uh, of June last year, and okay. on the first I started with all the you know incorporating the company, and on the 9th of July the company was incorporated. Wow, well, ninth of July last year. So very young, and, and actually, uh, and obviously, as we we, we mentioned, um, you, you know, winning uh, the best SaaS startup of uh, of, of twenty eighteen in, in the competition at SaaS Stock. Uh, uh, that's pretty good. Uh, good going with, with uh, only being operating for uh, uh, for a few months, and obviously, you're up against uh, a number of companies that you know have been sort of running for a, uh, for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, again, sort of, you know, congrats on that. So, what, what, a bit more just about. So, if if you um, uh, formed the company in uh, July sort of last year, you know, do you have co-founders? You know, what is the size of the team? Um, you know, do you have an office in London? Are you working remotely? Yeah. So when uh, so when I started, it was just uh, me, uh, not uh, just as a solo founder. Uh, and and then I I engaged with the um, a software development agency to basically help me with the project management of the of the um, building the product and also providing the, the the developers. The this worked very well, I have to say. It was a very good experience because as a very young company with very limited resources, 
I couldn't really afford uh, hiring full-time developers for the various things I needed. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the, that was the best way. And, and recently now I've uh, brought in a, a CTO and co-founder for mm -hmm. Predata, which I'm very happy with, Simon. He's brilliant. And he brings a lot of experience on, on the tech industry and, and he's built companies before and, and sold them. So he's, he's really, I mean, he's amazing. <laughs> a couple of questions there then. Just, um, so obviously when you, uh, you have the idea, so you're, you're like a, more of like a, a business uh, or sort of commercial minded, you know, founder rather than a technical founder, you've obviously just brought it, brought in a CTO. So to, in order to get your idea uh, you know, uh, in, into life, brought into life and created, you, you, uh, had a software development agency. How did you, um, how did you fund that? Was it, you know, through personal sort of savings? Uh, Cause, uh, uh, you know, as you said, I think you left, uh, was it to pay or, uh, okay, yeah. So you left to pay. So instead of going down the side project route. Uh, and let's say consulting or, you know, doing professional services for, uh, you, you know, a few years. It seems like you went all in and started to build the product uh, uh, from the beginning. Um, uh, can you give a bit of background in terms of like how you were able to do that? Why you made that decision to just go, you, you know, all in rather than build it as a side product for uh, uh, a while? Well, because I was so, uh, or I am still so convinced that it has to exist. It just had to happen, and I just couldn't wait. It was that thing that said, okay, it's the time. Now now it is. Like, yeah. I've been thinking about it. Like, what can I do? What can I do? And when the right thing comes along, you just know it, right? So, mm -hmm. so I just had to take it. And in terms of uh, how I funded it, I actually raised a tiny bit of money in uh, in August. So mm -hmm. I started in July, raised a bit of money from uh, some angels in in August, and that's what enabled me basically to to build the MVP and 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 pay for everything that needs to be paid. <laughs> yes. Uh, understood. And, and you found so you brought in a CTO. How did you go about the process of uh, finding a co-founder and CTO? So initially I was, uh, you know, uh, I didn't really want to rush it, right? Because I know that it's good to have a co-founder, but equally just bringing in someone, just to bring someone that for me was a no-go, right? Because if then the relationship doesn't work, it's a yeah. disaster for the company. Uh, and therefore I, I was patient with it. I know that, you know, for, for some people that was maybe not the, the best uh, approach maybe to have taken, but um uh, so then the, the way it happened was just through conversations, basically, just speaking with lots of people, but not even as I'm looking for a CTO, just speaking to people. And it's the same thing. When the right person comes along, you're just discussing with that. I was explaining him, uh, you know, what we are trying to do and, and how we are doing it. And he was so excited about it as well. And, you know, already having ideas, taking notes. And we were just having a coffee, basically. And, you know, I was explaining him. And um, and by the end of the conversation, I asked him, well, you know, just joking. Just, if you want to join, you know, you will be very welcome to be my CTO. And he pretty much said yes. And I think I was as shocked as he was. Uh, <laughs> it was beautiful, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. No, it's good to hear. Obviously, it's it, it's very 
uh, well, it's it's not easy, right, to find a co-founder or the right sort of co-founder for the business. As you say, you know, uh, like you need to kind of take time sort of with this. And uh, like even obviously, like Sastock is not a, a technical you know business where we're 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 putting on conferences. Um, but like only really kind of you know this year, I, I mean, I found sort of like challenges as like a, you know a founder, um, you know, without co-founders. Uh, running a business, it, it's it's very tough, and so I brought in a co-founder this year, and it, it, it's just taken like so much, uh, um, you know, cognitive load off uh, off of me, and you, you know, a, a lot of workload uh, uh, as well. So uh, it's been one of the best decisions I've uh, I've certainly made, uh, I think, in, in recent times. Um, in terms of going back to like Cladara, uh, um, uh, a quick question in terms of how did you come up with the name? I mentioned to you, I thought uh, uh, for, for some sort of misguided reason that I thought the, the company was Irish because Cladara to me sounded uh, Irish. But how did you come up with that name? What does it mean? Well, it doesn't mean anything. And um, the thing is, what I wanted was this, was a name that didn't mean anything, but that it, it, was, um, it sounded like it meant something. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of people saying, no, 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 it has to mean something. I'm going to Google it. And they Google it and it means nothing. And, and I just want, yeah, I just wanted a, a, a pure name, like with nothing attached in it. So did you just wake up one day and say Clidara or? Uh, no, or I, I, I actually, you know, played with the uh, words and uh, played with the uh, letters and just uh, bringing in a little bit uh, the things. Okay, what is it that we were trying to, to do, right? So it's transparency, it's bringing clarity, uh, it's uh, making everything. Uh, so a little bit uh, the things that we are trying to achieve with Clidara. Mm-hmm. Right, this this transparency of knowing all what you are spending and being able to to visualize and took all these different words and then just played with them and and Clevara came as you know one match of uh, of different uh, of the different words. And 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 I guess when you sort of engage with the software developers, so you you know you want to bring your uh, your idea to to life. Um, you know, what did you know about like SaaS before, uh, you, you know, uh, starting a SaaS company, um, you know, and how have you learned to, uh, I, I guess, sort of, uh, you know, provide like a brief to, to build, you know, a great SaaS product? Yeah, so Dupe, it was operating a little bit as a SaaS product as well, because it was, this, uh, so customers would pay a, a subscription for the service. Uh, so I learned a lot there. And even I was operations, but I was very close to the product as well there. So I did learn quite a lot. And, and then the, the way I've approached it with Vedara at the very beginning, obviously, you know, there was nothing. So I had to think, okay, what is it that I want to achieve? And what is really the very basic MVP that we can build? What is the, the very minimum set of features that will deliver the core value proposition that we are um, set to deliver? And, and I gave it a go, basically. I filled up, you know, the whole apartment with, uh, you know, post-it notes and, and scribbles everywhere. And, and eventually I came down to what the essence of Credara would be. And with that, I went to the engineers. And surprisingly, we could still remove a lot of features that were still just nice to have. They were actually not at the core and and that's how basically I I approached the uh, the building of the of the very first 
MVP. So really keeping it to the to the bare minimum and and optimizing for speed of delivery, basically, and build. And, and what about um, like I guess sort of the initial go to market for a brand new like SaaS product? Um, you know, how did you like? What was the I guess kind of launch plan and that just the initial go to market? How 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 did you raise awareness and get traction? You know, for the product so quickly. Well, one of the the key things was as soon as I became aware of SaaS stock, obviously I applied, and and I was lucky enough to be one of the uh, semi finalists, and and then the race began, because I said I want to launch the MVP on stage at SaaS talk. So I sat down with the engineers and I told them, we have one month <laughs> to build this MVP. Can we do it? And we were working day and night to, to get it built because I, for me, it was so important that to raise awareness about Cledara at SaaS talk because, I mean, it was a, it was a great, actually, as a, you know, to, to really uh, raise that uh, awareness because we got so many uh, people signing up on the day, actually. And, and also coming up afterwards, yeah, we saw you even, you know, on the airport when I was leaving, people recognizing me. So it was kind of, you know, very, uh, very nice, I think, in terms of uh, this first uh, launch. And, and then we, yeah, so we started approaching um, through direct marketing to, to other startups and, and also through the network because we know a lot of startups, so we just uh, approach them directly as well. Direct That's marketing through, through email, uh, LinkedIn, uh, tools like that? Yes, at the moment, yes. Because we, so we are still obviously at uh, an MVP phase, so mm-hmm. we, are, uh, we have a few pilot customers that they are helping us a lot, providing mm-hmm. us a lot of feedback on which features we should add or not add. So that is, uh, that's, that's how we are doing it, basically. Trying to keep it contained because we are also a very small team, so it's not the yeah. big, large volumes of, of customers at the moment. And, and currently, um, uh, if, if uh, correct me if I'm right, so the product is uh, uh, free to use at the moment, and uh, I think uh, by mid-March uh, there'll be a, a £30 per month fee. Uh, is, that, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Uh, and obviously the reason why we made it uh, for free at the beginning is not only because, okay, it's an MVP, so we... Uh, you know, we, we value a lot that feedback that we receive uh, and that's the way we give back because we know that it takes time to, you know, to go through it and, and provide us that, those insights from, from the customer perspective. Uh, but also because, to be honest, we haven't yet built the, the billing engine, so <laughs> we, we are not able to take payments. So. Okay. And you're going to build the, the billing engine rather than buy it? No, uh, we may we may buy so we are we are yeah we, we okay. are worrying it, but it's not it was not uh, core functionality on what Clarada wanted to build so we stripped it out of the MVP at the time. Understood, understood. <laughs> and um, like obviously, uh, sort of very early on, as it, as it's still you, you know uh, early on in the life of Clodara, um, you signed a partnership with Mastercard. Um, so how did that come about uh, to, to get such a uh, you know a big name sort of partner? Um, you know, for a, a, a brand new startup. 
so it's not a, so it's not a partnership that we we have with Mastercard. So what we what we did is um, so when you set up card products, right? It takes it can take up to fourteen months to get up and running. And in fact, that's basically how long it took uh, with Dupe because you know it is a very tedious. Uh, you know, it's a long process. And, you know, you need to deal with a bank, you need to integrate with MasterCard through a processor. Uh, so you need to do all these things and only building the tech for that can take up to six months. So so then the what I was very lucky on a way is that, you know, I found Rails Bank with whom I'm working, uh, which they are a banking as a service platform. And through them, I was able to access these financial services um, because, you know, what I, the last thing I wanted to do was reinventing the wheel. So if I can just, you know, uh, basically integrate with them and through some API calls, I can then get all these, uh, all these services. That's then amazing. I can then focus my time on uh, really building the, the, the core parts of Predara that made it uh, unique. So, so that's how, that's how we did it. So, uh, looking at uh, obviously your, your time during the startup program, you know at SASDOC, um, and obviously the impact that it's had, you know, on on your business. Um, uh, I, I guess if, if if there's a couple of questions I'm sort of thinking about, like what what were the uh, I, I guess sort of the main sort of feedbacks that you were given, uh, you know, uh, in the various sort of stages that you you sort of went through, because obviously it was like a, a, a knockout competition. You had quarterfinals, semifinals, obviously made it through to, through to the final and won. And during each stage, you you know there were a number of uh, you know sort of well known judges that were providing feedback to every startup. Um, what was some of the, the constructive feedback, you know, that you got and some of the praise that you got as to the recognition? What is it that you, you what I'm trying to get at is, you know, uh, so what is it that you were doing so right, obviously, to become the winner? You know, what are the tips to be a, a best SaaS startup? So here, uh, for me, um, yeah, so we had uh, some uh, on the pitching, right? So the pitching was the, the key, basically, mm-hmm. of, of the winning. And... And I think the way I approached it was by really delivering the, a very clear message on what's the problem that I'm trying to solve. Mm-hmm. And I know that the guidelines that uh, we were told on the pitching was to cover six or seven different topics. And I have to say that I ignore them. Mm-hmm. And I say, no, because if I go through all of them, I will rush it through. And I didn't want to have to rush it through because I think then, okay, you give a lot of data, but your audience in two minutes don't have time necessarily to digest it all. Mm -hmm. So they don't understand fully what you're trying to do. So my mission was to be very, very clear, very concise on what the the problem that Cledara is solving is so that, you know, people understand what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would practice that pitch endlessly. I practice it on on planes at the hotel. I remember actually when when uh, when I was accepted and we had to prepare the video for Sastok, I was in Bratislava and I had to ask the hotel to give me uh, one of the suites to be able to record the the video because you know and then with the with the phone and you know mm-hmm. my husband holding the phone and be practicing. I mean it was very funny actually. Uh, but yeah, so really practicing that pitch endlessly to to convey that message very 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 clearly awesome so um so to practicing delivering a killer pitch 
uh, you, you know, and articulating the fact that you're solving like a massive problem, uh, you, you know, two of, the, I guess, the, um, uh, let's say, uh, tips, you know, let's, uh, for uh, SaaS startups uh, that, you know, are, are looking to make it through, whether in, in startup competitions, but in, uh, uh, I guess, building their companies as well, it, it's applicable to obviously the growth of, uh, of your business. What, what, what's, uh, what does the future hold for Kaladara now? Um, you know, we're in 2019, you know, you built the MVP, we've got a co-founder coming on board um you know what's next uh so yeah so we need to yeah we need to keep growing the team and we need to build uh, you know the marketing engine and the sales engine of of the company uh with the next round of funding hopefully and and then yes yeah, so so what we really want to do is uh you know the so the SaaS market is only really getting bigger and, and it's used not only by tech companies, but also by, by any company nowadays. And people really need to have a way of managing this. And, and the way we, we see ourselves is we want to provide that infrastructure to these companies that are supporting the growth of uh, the SaaS market. Um, and, and yeah, we just want to, to, to become that reference player that people go to when they say, okay, I need to, I need to, um, manage my, 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 my SaaS. So which tool should I use? And that Kledara is, you know, first in, in, in their heads. Um, I don't know if you uh, noticed, I think was it last week or the week before, uh, SaaS stock actually signed up as a, uh, a Kledara customer. Um, yes. <laughs> it's actually, I mean, I, I expect again, as you said, you know, this is a big problem that probably every company has, and we've been talking about it for a you know a whole year. Uh, so you know, it's very lucky that obviously we uh, we, we connected sort of through this, and uh, we signed up, and hopefully we can solve this issue of probably the hundred SaaS applications that we have, you know, in and around the company um, and, and tracking that much better. So um, hopefully you can, uh, uh, you can help us uh, operationally, I'm, I'm sure. So ex excited uh, uh, for that. Um, we, we always, um, uh, like in the show, we ask our guests, you know, how they stay healthy and sane, you know, on their journey. Um, what, what is your way? People. It's having a lot of people around, people that uh, they've done something similar before is very important because, so not only people that like to talk about, uh, you know, startups, but people that have actually gone through the struggle of starting a startup because obviously founders tend to talk always about the beautiful things mm -hmm. uh, because it's normal. That's what you want to share. Uh, but it is very, very tough. And mm. having that person that really empathizes with you, it's so important. And, and for me, that's what's really crucial. And, you know, the support of, you know, the family and friends that, you know, they really, uh, you know, when I'm here working until late or I'm, I'm late for, I don't know, a coffee because I was, you know, uh, absorbed in my own world. So it's, um, that really helps a lot. That's where, what you say. <laughs> where, where, do, where do you go to meet, uh, you know, other, uh, other founders? Um, so you can, you know, talk about the, the struggles of, uh, you know, building a startup from scratch. Yeah, so I've uh, I'm not part of TechStars, but I've uh, I know some people in the TechStars community, and I've met uh, some of the other companies there, and you know have some good relationship with some of the founders there, and and that's been really great. So uh, I would really recommend every founder to find one of these communities and try to 
to to get involved because it does uh, it does help. <laughs> No, absolutely, absolutely. Well, Christina Villa, um, you know, thank you so much uh, for for being a guest on the show. Um, you know, we look forward to seeing you know what the future holds for for Clodara, and and hopefully seeing you back at uh, at Sastock nineteen uh, this year in uh, in in Dublin. Um, so uh, thank you very much for, uh, for for being a guest on the SAS Revolution show. Thank you very much, Alex. It's been a pleasure, and I totally look forward to being back at Sastock. It was awesome. amazing last year. Excellent. We'll see you, see you in Dublin. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the SAS Revolution Show and you picked up some valuable lessons from Christina Villa from her early success. If you enjoy what we're doing, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you next time.